0: What else did you have to tell me about? We were talking about Muse we were, and concerts. We were discussing, yeah,
1: those things that existed in the before times. Yes. And are coming back. Uh, I actually just purchased my first post pandemic concert ticket for, oh, yeah, okay. for nice. a show in September. I will be seeing Future Islands. I don't know if you know them at all. You I don't. should check them out. One of the best live shows I've ever been to. I saw them at the Greek a couple years ago, and it was top five shows in my life so it was pretty flippin' impressive.
0: Yeah I was saying I I went to a Muse show a few years back and it was one of the coolest shows I'd ever seen. Probably top two. I don't know if it's better than the Smashing Pumpkins show I saw before they first broke up but pretty much right up there. In terms of spectacle it was probably the biggest show I've ever seen just because I've never attended a big pop star like Lady Gaga or Beyonce or something where I imagine the show is very big but for like a rock show this was a whole spectacle. Quite impressive. I, I do want to see um,
1: them when i saw the smashing pumpkins that might have been the biggest spectacle show i saw But that was the reunion <laughs> tour three hours okay. of smashing pumpkins with video vignettes from mark mcgrath boy that is a show wow yeah. yeah can't beat mark mcgrath
0: i mean i remember when i saw them it was 2000 it was before they broke up that show was great it had like movements it had like whole parts where it wasn't a huge spectacle but they played all the big songs and they played like different versions I don't know, it was very cool
1: nice yeah i think that but that's biggest spectacle rock show i th- it was either Smashing Pumpkins or I saw Weezer. Same summer I saw Smashing Pumpkins. It was Weezer and the Pixies. But they came out. They opened with Buddy Holly, maybe, and they had the whole Buddy Holly set. And oh, then they the yeah. set would like turn, and, and then they did it in a garage, and it turned into a garage. It was like it was fun. That's but it cool was, It was.
0: I love this. I'll shirt.
1: say this about Weezer: they are a great live band for a band that makes terrible music these days. They do still know how to put on. <laughs> they
0: have a new album
1: out, Van Weezer. It's their, I think it's their fifteenth, which was actually supposed to come out before the pandemic. But I remember I was yeah. I was at a Beck show that same summer and I was going up the escalator to get to my seat and I looked behind me and Rivers Cuomo and his wife were like three steps down and I almost peed myself and I was like oh do I say something and I was like no it's LA you gotta be cool I'm just gonna keep going up and not looking over my shoulder and then he went to the bathroom and I was half tempted to follow him in and be like what up dude anyway so that the Beck show was really good too but I I feel like the older I get the more evolved the bands I like as a youth become the better like the more interesting the shows, because I think the older we are we all just want to sit down or stand at our seats And we don't want to jump around and all that nonsense. Yeah. All that goofballery.
0: I had one other thing. We were talking about Mass Effect, so I've been playing. We were talking about like some you know, some stuff that doesn't maybe age well, and, and people are like, oh, they should change this and do stuff like that. And I just think it's weird that no one ever worries about the fact that you can murder indiscriminately in those games, and it's portrayed very positively. I think that's something that's very magical about games. You play in that game, and you encounter someone who's like an asshole, and then your option is shoot him in the face. And it's like, oh, that's so great. I get to shoot him in the face. Or like Grand Theft Auto, where you're like driving around, there's like all these people on say, the street. Yeah. I could just run over them. It's not great that that's an option, and people shouldn't learn from that and think that that's a good thing to do. But oh man, it feels good. It feels good because you can't do that in real life, and it just feels so good to do that. I remember when I was a kid, I was playing GoldenEye.
1: I had just gotten it for my birthday, and like I woke up and and there was the N64 with GoldenEye in it. Oh, what a morning! Classic. But I remember one of my parents was coming, and I was like, hey, look. And I walked up to a scientist and shot them in the head. (laughs) I was like, isn't that cool? And whichever parent was, was like, no, that's not cool. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get it. But I've never killed anyone in real life, so maybe I got all my killing out in video game form.
0: Oh, I think it's definitely a release. I mean, there's other games that have been, like, banned because I think there was one where, like, people could go into a school and shoot. There's also, like, the Japanese games. They call them Rape Play. Oh, God. You can rape in the game. In a game? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, it's disgusting. But it's part of me wonders, it's like, okay, well, I mean, it's a game. It doesn't, like, that's not hurting anybody. I guess if, if there's someone who wanted to rape and that somehow alleviated their need to do that is that necessarily bad because if we're arguing that when they get to do it then that will convince them to do it in real life then we'd be arguing the same right. thing about shooting people in games but then make you want to well, do it in real life which for me that doesn't happen
1: when my kid can start playing video games I want to make sure I have a system that we play together
0: we play like Mario Kart and stuff now it's a lot of fun yeah I'm, I'm very it. excited
1: to do that with my kid but anyway my thought was with, with these games and, and I, I don't know if there's ever been research done regarding it but if you give people these games okay so i have a friend who for a while did a lot of research on pedophilia Mm -hmm. and one of the things that he did or they did was interview non-criminal pedophiles Mm -hmm. so people who were like yes i have this problem never acted on it i know it's bad i seek therapy but for some reason because nobody i don't think anybody wakes up and it's like, oh, I like little kids. This is great. <laughs> you know, I think most people probably battle with it. Unless you're it. rich, you know, I don't in which case
0: you just get, which, as we he's said. It's called Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah.
1: And I think we don't view that as a mental disorder, it's just a criminal act. Because his whole thing, the thing he was working on was about understanding it and trying to deal with it and maybe prevent it or medicate it, therapize it, or just figure out a way to deal with it. I don't think we should invent a video game for them, but <laughs> it, I'm not, we shouldn't create that kind of game. That's not a game we should create. But is there a medical way.
0: So you're advocating therapy. that we make a, a no, kiddie I'm porn not. game. No,
1: no, I am not. Ad- that is not being advocated <laughs> in any way. I was just using it as an example of we don't understand, where we don't deal with mental illness in a certain way. And maybe the desire to kill is that, and a video game could deal with that. I don't know. There's
0: obviously been studies about whether or not violent video games make you more violent. From what right. I've seen, they don't. So obviously... You could make the argument that a rape game or whatever it does not necessarily make you more inclined to rape. Now, I don't know. I don't know if they've done studies on that. I think they banned them after like a lot of controversy there, but that's probably um... for the best. Yeah, but it would be really difficult to prove the opposite, right? To prove that there's a release in being able to play a violent video game. Because, like, I feel it. I get to drive over or shoot people in a game. I feel like, oh, this is great. I get to channel the rage you get on a daily basis, you know, walking behind somebody going too slowly or something. Like, the frustration you have, like, you know, someone's being such an idiot and you can't just shoot them in the face, right?
1: I can't wait to get home and drive slowly behind another car and Grand Theft Auto, pull out my shotgun, Yeah. Shoot the car.
0: It, but like, so I don't know if there's something to that where that helps prevent you from doing that horrible thing if you can do it virtually. And like I said, I don't know how you would even prove it because how would you prove that you would have committed a violent act if you weren't able to play?
1: Maybe not a way to prove it. Yeah.
0: The whole thing is fascinating. The pedophilia thing is fascinating to me too. I think you said one thing I didn't want to interrupt you, but mental illness is, it's treated as a criminal act, not a mental illness. I think it's really more like we tend to treat mental illness as a criminal act. So like, yeah, it's the same thing with shootings, right? Well, they're mentally ill, but we don't really treat that part that we treat the part after they've murdered a bunch of people the homeless that have mental problems we uh-huh. treat vagrancy as the crime you know we shift them off of places uh-huh. where you know they just yep. don't have the the mental capacity to you know to live normally but
1: when you bring up homelessness i think that brings up another tough discussion which is how do you deal with the mentally ill who are homeless what happens when you try to house someone who is mentally ill and homeless who doesn't want to be housed can you force them to medicate themselves because a lot of these people don't like the medication and therefore you know they've refused to take it and so now they're talking to you know eight different gods about how to destroy the world it's not going to help them but at the
0: same time yeah i think you've got to limit the... your gods to three or less
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you're okay? <laughs> yeah. But I just think, you know, you can't force, can you force people to take medications without crossing certain lines? It's tough because you can be like, hey, we've got you this studio apartment that you don't have to pay for. Just, just live there. Like, get back on your feet. And there are a lot of people who will gladly take that because a lot of times they say having a roof over your head is sort of the first step to returning to normalcy. Not having to worry about where you're going to sleep allows those people who aren't mentally ill necessarily, who just fell on bad times, to focus on getting a job and focus on everything else, because they don't have to worry about well, where am I going to sleep. However, you get those people who are mentally ill, and they go, well, I don't want to I don't wanna do the pill thing if I have to live in your little studio apartment, so I'm going to just stay on the street. I've got a life there.
0: I just think that... I don't know. You know, your circumstance of whether you medicate if they don't want to, I would defer to scientists or social workers that understand better than I would. I feel like that's a relatively small portion. From what I know, it's like you said, a lot of the people... If you just give them a place to live, it solves a lot of the problems as opposed to just leaving them out on the street. I would start there and then worry about that other stuff. Study it, figure out what you can do, you know, figure out what helps. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the maybe, right answer is. Maybe
1: sometime. uh can be Ian learns how to solve homelessness. And
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to but I mean, there's that. there are oh, God.
1: so many problems, just bureaucratically speaking, mental illness approach speaking that that lead to the the homeless situation. You know, m- you know how much rent costs or houses cost or the amount of problems that exist that create that problem are hefty. Yeah, it's not a one lane situation. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>